This evening, I was joined by one of our current tenants, Joseph Brosnan, who is in his second year of a law and politics degree at the University of Otago. Joe is a New Zealander by birth, but lived his entire life in China and Thailand, only returning to commence his university studies. Joe had no trouble at all at making a great group of friends in his first year of university at Haywood College, which caught him up on the Kiwi culture. In the following year, Joe and a few of his friends were selected for one of our prime campus flats. A highlight for us this year was when Joe's flat managed to save 48% of their monthly power in their flat's hour-free power, nearly doubling the previous record. We're stoked that Joe and his flatmates have signed on for another year at Prime Campus and look forward to following his assimilation into the Kiwi culture. Joe, great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for making the time to speak with us. Thank you, Tim. It's good to be here. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. I've been looking forward to this for some time now. Um, you've got this, your flat is a pretty interesting one. You've done a few cool things uh, collectively, and and we're also excited to have you again for next year, which is pretty awesome. So, um, first things first, I'd love to know where you're from. Like, wh- what, uh, where you're from, and what brought you to Otago? So, a uh, bit a bit complicated. I was born in Auckland, yeah. um, but and then we moved to the South Island for about at about four years old. My parents moved to Thailand overseas. Um, wow. Over there. Um, and then they moved to China after that, and then back to Bangkok, Thailand, um, where I grew up most of my life until I was oh, eight. Oh, really? Didn't <laughs> know that. Now, tell me, can you speak um, Mandarin, or can you speak Thai? Or Yeah, I studied Mandarin in high school. So, oh. so you can speak a bit, or? Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I need to touch up on some lessons on it, I think, but yeah. Wow, okay, and what about Thai? Do you, do you still do you know a little bit of Thai, or? No, Saudi no, car no. or Saudi cop or yeah, I can do like like talking to Thai people, but not much in terms of actual like knowing of the language. <laughs> Holy, okay, that's really cool. That came from out of nowhere. I didn't expect that. Um, and okay, cool. So then you came back to New Zealand. What yeah, age were you? Oh, I was eighteen, so I came back to study, and I came straight to Dunedin. Um, I lived with my grandparents for a bit, and then I moved into a college last year. Where I met my flatmates. Cool. Okay. Awesome. So, what did um, what made you choose? Did it was it because your grandparents were in Dunedin? Is that what drew you to the University of Otago, or was or um, it was the university itself? Or that, like my 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 parents did go to Otago University, so that was they both they both did. Yeah. Yeah. Did they meet at Otago University? Uh, they they first met here, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. What yeah. a cool story. Okay. Cool. All right, awesome. So, um, okay, so you're, you you came to Otago University, and now, um, did you know what you're going to study, or have you, uh, like, have you, what are you studying, and how did you plan on on um, preparing for that? So, I um I study law and politics. So, um, I when I came over back from Bangkok, I had to start halfway through the year. So, I studied politics for that half a year, and then I began first year law, and then I'm doing. So now I'm second year law and politics for both. Nice. Um, and I have a, a minoring in history. Um, cool. I did originally intend to minor in a criminology, but I dropped that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. No, I've heard like history is really cool. I'm pleased that the Otago University is still doing that. I knew there was a lot of debate at one at one time. I don't know whether they've 
remove the major or they're just allowing it more. I don't know what the what the change was, but I think it's so important. Like I remember hearing some, I got some great advice in that because I studied at BCom and they're saying, uh, you know, like it's such a, you want to do something that gives you a bit of critical thinking. And 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 so therefore like history, understanding the past and understanding the events, what led to that and things that that's, that's something that helps people with, yeah, with critical thinking. And, um, and so that was highly recommended to me. So it's really cool that you're obviously doing that. And, obviously making it into second year law as well that's really cool um yeah. and and politics and and does that is it helpful that you've had that really international upbringing to when it comes to politics it's definitely like it gives you different perspectives i think it's it's been good yeah, yeah. i could imagine that's incredible and do you still have do you keep in touch with uh, friends or do you have any family over in bangkok or yeah, yeah. so my my parents still live in bangkok um I have a girlfriend. She lives in London, actually. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So, and and it's and this whole lockdown in New Zealand would have not bothered you whatsoever. Like, besides from obviously the the stress of the unknown in terms of the actual pandemic itself, but in terms of communicating and and um, keeping in touch, like this is must be how you. Yeah, you I mean, you it was just a generation of like I'd still have to call my parents. It just <laughs> it's no different. Yeah. Yeah, just under different circumstances. That's the only thing. Yeah. Well, wow. and are they okay? Have they been in any, in any way negatively affected by the pandemic? Uh, no, they've been like the only thing is they can't, they couldn't come back on a trip back to New Zealand they had planned. But generally, I mean, Thailand is one of the top countries as well for coronavirus like response. So yeah, I, heard. Mm. I think they went like a hundred and something days without community transmission. Um, Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay, wasn't well, that's really good. So that's sort of up there with New Zealand as well. So they've um, they've, they've done an incredible job. Cool. Okay, amazing. And um and and your your, your girlfriend in, in London is she okay? There's no problem because I know that's yeah. the UK is a different. They're, they're on the other side of the story. They're they're struggling a wee bit. Very different. You know, she she went to Thailand as well for her like lockdown kind of period, yes. where her family is as well. Yeah. Um and like Thailand, she said like had masks all the time. Whereas in the UK, it was like this kind of complete lack of caring she's noticed. For yeah. A okay, so that's what it was because that's interesting. I I wondered, you know, how the why the you know why the response or why the you know why there's been such you know a greater a greater problems in the UK than there were you know other places and and it is just the not caring about masks because I know over like yeah. you know, in New Zealand here in Germany you know while we're I'm, as I said, I'm obviously stuck here they uh, wearing masks is just you do it in fact I as I told you I just had a dentist appointment before this call and you 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 know I forgot my mask and I was biking they had to turn around come back get the mask and and you know you just no one needs to tell you, you just do this and you wear it to the point we obviously have to take it off before the dentist comes and maybe but it's just yeah. it's it's really i know it's um it's not i haven't been it hasn't been strictly enforced or anything like this just people are obviously very i don't know like proactive and caring about others um i think even just the original advice that came out when when we had the masks is that um it doesn't necessarily stop other people it, 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 you're protecting other people you're not really yeah. it doesn't have as much effect on yourself so it's more of a you're, you're really doing it as a community service you're saying well, i'm protecting you know anything that i may have um i'm sorry protecting others from anything i may have so it's yeah. amazing yes that the uk obviously don't and i think that, that way, or having like messaging from the government as well like the fact that there, i think there was a thing where the government will pay for like it's like 50 percent off like food and stuff I've heard from restaurants, dine out, dine out on the government or yeah, something. So yeah, 
you to go out, but at the same time, they put in a limit of six people. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, yeah, that, that is strange. I wonder, yeah, like as you said, the messaging in New Zealand I know was exceptional, and I even read an article about that. The the um the the media and creative team, the digital team behind that messaging, and they've they've been behind a lot of successful campaigns, and um. So uh, yeah, they obviously full credit to them for getting that messaging out there because it sounds like, as you said, in the UK, it just it, that seems to be the big problem. People were just not masking up, and and it's it's sad really because it's it seems that so much can be prevented if you do wear a mask and protect yourself. So yeah. look, I hope your girlfriend, you know, manages okay because I know it's still not getting any better over there at the moment. I think it's still pretty dire. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be ongoing for a while, I think. Yeah, that's right. I, I hope, if anything, that the fact that they, it seems like uh, one of the front runners for a vaccine is, is being um, produced out of, uh, or in partnership with AstraZeneca and uh, the Oxford University. So hopefully, you know, that, that being, you know, a UK university, you know, that might, that might help them. Um, I'm sure they don't have to rely on the the the, the Russian um, vaccine. So um, I really hope they can. Uh, I really hope that that turns out to be positive because it's it's really encouraging. But as yeah, I don't. And then I've read another things, another media think that that a lot of people surveyed uh, are not really will not are not comfortable with taking taking the vaccine as well. So there is. There is going to be that hurdle as well. We yeah. still think, oh, vaccine comes, we're all, it's all good. But then a lot of people, and I end like I, I, I would take the, the vaccine, but I know a lot of people. I, I can empathise with people that are concerned. I don't necessarily share their concern, but it's you can see why people are just with this new vaccine, you know, fresh out there. Um, yeah, people are, you know, may have concerns about taking it themselves, which then would still, you know, not restrain the the, the spread of this virus. So, um, like, I mean, the the speculation on the russian vaccine tells you enough where it's like yeah. they test on like 100 people or whatever it was yeah i thought yeah. it was like 38 or something like in the first trial and then i think they upped it or something. <laughs> right. where the uk one the Astra, the, the uh, oxford university and astrazeneca one that i think they've done it on 10,000 or something and they've paused it because one person fell sick from something unrelated but they said this is generally this happens you know but it just shows the thoroughness and i know a lot of the big pharmaceuticals have made a pact to say that that um, they want to make sure that all of them uh, will make sure that whatever they do produce is go has gone through every hurdle and there's been no shortcuts because I think they want to make yeah. sure there's confidence within the industry. So, look, I'm fingers crossed, as I said, yeah, for, I think someone like yourself is, is more affected, not directly, but indirectly in the sense of your family, your, your girlfriend, everyone is sort of overseas. And, and I really hope for, for, for your family's sake and your girlfriend's sake that, yeah, that that everything gets better soon, yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah. Hopefully for sure. Germany too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but to be honest, it feels like I'm living in a bubble because every day, like, of course, we mask up and everything like this, but just can become part of a habit. And um, I live in a sort of small suburb um, now uh, up in, in Hamburg, and um, it's it's you, you don't run into many people that are, um, uh, that are you know like we haven't heard any of our friends or family or anyone connected with us has no one's um, been has contracted um, COVID yet. We know like I we live between a whole bunch of schools and and it's really cool to see that all the school children even walking outside the school along the footpath and everything when they're in groups are all wearing masks and I think that must be tough because 
you know, like I, you know, doing something, it's, I don't know, like in these uh, teenagers as well, and you think it must, you know, like it's sort of not necessarily a cool thing to do. Mind you, they've got some really cool designs, a lot of them um, that do, do look cool, but they're all just, you know, being responsible, wearing these masks outside of school, outside of anywhere where they could, there's, there's an authority figure saying, hey, you should put your mask on. So it does look like they are being careful, but I think over here, people are aware that people are coming back from summer holidays, and so they need to be extra vigilant with, um, you know, the, their efforts towards, you know, masking up because, you know, it's, as I said, it's an invisible type uh, disease infection. We know you don't know that you've got it, and, and you can be have a wonderful summer holiday, then come back and infect your whole class. So, it's uh, it's really cool to see that over here. And I just, yeah, as I said, uh, it, it's yeah, it's I don't feel like I'm as affected that much because we haven't, you know, in my sort of circle of of contact, there's been very few people that have have contracted it. Well, there's been no one that we're aware of that's can contracted it. So yeah, but nonetheless, let's hope this all gets better soon. Um, okay, cool. I've, I'm blown away by your travel and your your international exposure. That was sort of going to come up later on. I was, was going to mm -hmm. sort of. It's always interesting to see what people do, what people are keen to do after they finish studies. And for yourself, like, what do you do? You know, because you've got this international, you know, experience or exposure. When you finish and you've got your degree, do you, what do you uh, intend? Do you want to go overseas? Well, again, let's assume COVID sorts itself out and you can travel freely. Yeah. What are your intentions? Uh, do you want to go overseas and study, or you want to study in New Zealand? I mean, at the moment, I'm not too sure. I, I like, I, I want to experience being a Kiwi for a bit, which was part of my reasons for coming back here. Oh, I've true. lived here for like just over two years now. So and I want to you, you think so far, like being a Kiwi, what is, what is it? Because I forget that, like you, you sort of talk and sound like, like <laughs> a Kiwi, obviously. And, and I sort of think um, y you forget that, yeah, this is two years isn't long to experience the culture that you, you know, that you've grown up with sort of in the household overseas, but not elsewhere. So what's it like? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's like fast tracking, <laughs> you know, childhood <laughs> in New Zealand. So like yeah. back in Hayward last year in the college, I'd like every day I'd be like learning something new, a new word, a new, you know, a new idea, a new some, some yeah, historical so cool. fact I've never heard of or something like yeah. that. And it's yeah. been about like, yeah, it's been a very strange experience just yeah. learning what different words mean. Yeah, yeah. Have you gone barefoot into a supermarket yet? No, I haven't. I don't know no. if I can do that one. That one's a little <laughs> too far for me. Yeah, I, it's one thing that I even talked to a friend about his experience in Germany and uh, like uh, over here, like people, if you wear shorts and it's outside of the summer, like it's outside of summer now, and I wore shorts to the dentist, and the first thing they said is that, oh, you know, you're um, you're dressed for relatively warm. I forgot what they said in their broken English, but it was shocking to them. And my friend of mine, who's also spent time in Germany, said he um, he had to drop into a mall to get something, whatever, and he just thought, ah, I'll just go barefoot. So he just sort of hopped down and went barefoot. And he said it was like, he, you know, he was an animal at the zoo or something. People were just looking like, what is this guy up to? Um, and it's something that you, you'd, you know, like even I tell my friend, like, at school, when children go to school, they in New Zealand, it's quite often on Facebook, they go, oh, we're going to high school, we've got to start wearing shoes now. And this is when they turn 13, they start wearing shoes to school. Oh, and my um, my wife, who who spent six months, uh, so who spent six years in New Zealand, who came across when she was 16, she said, um, she she went and she was going to uh, she was going to school and there was a big sign saying up, oh, you must wear uh, shoes in the, the woodwork class or whatever like this. And she was going, 
Yeah, and people were already wearing school shoes <laughs> at school, and then she just looked, and everyone at high school even, everyone's wearing bare feet. It's it is just it's such a crazy culture, I suppose. But it's what I think I liked, and when we've uh, whenever I've um, you know whenever I'm there, and whenever I've brought international visitors across, like from you know, from friends from the UK or from Germany, people have just have said how relaxed it makes them feel, like they've never felt so relaxed in their life being in sort of the German uh, the New Zealand culture. So. Do you get that feeling? Is that sort of the? Yeah, I, it's definitely more a very relaxed culture. Yeah. Tha- Thailand as well had a very relaxed culture. That's so. true. Yeah, I, I visited a couple of times, and yeah, I, I yeah, I must admit that that is pretty relaxed as well. Cool. Okay, so all right, so you're you're making progress with the New Zealand culture, getting back to your roots. Um, so yeah, as you said, once you've yeah. so you're probably likely to to work in New Zealand once you've or try to get a job once you've finished the studies, just because you, obviously you've you, you want to to to, yeah. to get to experience a bit more of New Zealand or sort of um, you know um, I don't know experience you know what it's like to work in New Zealand and where your family are from and everything like that. So um, that's cool. Do you would you stay in Dunedin? Do you think, or you go travel across New Zealand, or where do you think you? maybe get more involved in the North Island, explore a bit more of New Zealand. And I think uh, probably, yeah, Wellington and Auckland both sound appealing to me. Yeah, no, good on you. No, I think I think they, they would be, like, for young people that are fresh out and have done well at university, I think the two big cities, I think, are definitely ones that I think would be great, you know, would be really a lot of fun to, to explore. And um, as a young person, you know, graduate that's working. So that's cool. I know, awesome. How are you enjoying the flat this year? Uh, I'm loving the flat this year. It's actually a very nice flat. All our mates, as soon as anyone comes over, they're always like, oh, wow, this isn't a normal student flat. Well, I'm pleased, I'm pleased that, that, that still has that impression. Obviously, it's it's relatively new and developed, but of course, there's a lot more new flats always going up across the, the varsity. But it always, it, every year, it gets the most inquiries um, for returning flats. I don't know whether um, it, it just photos really well, because it does kind of look cool, just the way the open plan living there. But also, um, I don't know, what's it like living sort of on Logan Park? Is that kind of, is it nice to look, you know, just as, a, or do you use it? Do you, any of you guys play sports or anything like that? Or... Yeah, I mean, for um, Alex and Vaughan are both hockey players, so that having the hockey turf right there is real convenient. And, I mean, it's a good, like, it's just a nice view to have, like, in the I, I agree. And yeah. it's got that, it's also got the, the trees there, which kind of gives you a bit of privacy with it as well, I think. It's- yeah, I was going to say, because it's not, like, you're the last student, like, besides one that's owned by the, the council next door, which is, is vacant, there's, it's the last one, so it's not like you're right in the thick of it, or um, right where they often have either demonstrations or, you know, like, events and activities, like, you're sort of slightly away, so you do get a bit of privacy, and and, um, and you're not, you know, right where the sort of noise is, but it's, yeah, it's, I'm stoked you're enjoying it, it's, it's a, I, I like it, I think that's, if I was to choose a flat, I'd love to live there, I think that'd be great, particularly also, you've got the tennis courts across there, as you said, the hockey yeah, court, yeah. and I, I played rugby so the rugby um the club rooms and even the the, the foresight bar stadium is just across the field so all of those are nice and convenient which is, yeah. is really cool. on, a, on a nice you know hot sunny day might go outside for some like backyard cricket or something like that you oh, know cool yeah well you've literally got a cricket pitch in your backyard so that is uh, that's convenient that's nice hey there's one other question i was i was burning to ask i don't think your record for the, using the most power in your hour of free power <laughs> um, is ever going to be broken. I think it was like 48% or something like this. It was incredible. And I tell people when um, uh, people, uh, I explain the deal with Electric Kiwi when when we sign up tenants, and no one believes me, I don't think, because it is just, because if you think about it, 
for the 24 hours a day, you use almost half of your electricity in that one hour of a day. So, for, so one twenty-fourth of the day, that's where you use half your electricity every day for, for a month. How, tell us, how was that possible? Like you must, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a link to this podcast, so make sure it's a good answer. <laughs> how did you do it? <laughs> All right, well, usually there are four people in the flat. So because of the lockdown, we had two people, just me okay. and one. And so um, during the day, you know, we didn't really have anything going. You'd have lights, you wouldn't have really lights or anything. Maybe the TV, yeah. maybe some stuff, you know, you, you got running during the day to charge your phones or whatever. But uh, as soon as that kind of nine o'clock would go, we have alarms set on our phone that would go off and we'd um, hop up, pop the heaters on, pop the dryers on, you know, pop the washing machine, get it all on and, and going. I was going to ask whether you had a, uh, yeah, well, you had an alarm or something, because that makes sense. Like, that's actually something I should recommend to other tenants because it's just that notification. You can see some tenants that you can see that either miss because obviously with electric heat you do see the power surges and you see where the the, the power um, when people are uh, you know using it out and you can see some people that either miss it and they they have a bit of a a late sort of um, usage that rolls over the hour free power and what have you but but well disciplined that's amazing yeah, um, nine and ten o'clock and I think it keeps you know it keeps everyone like ready to go you know get get their heaters on and stuff. That's cool. Good work. No, that's incredible saving. Well done on that. I think Electric Kiwi must, they, I don't know what their, their record is, but they, that must have to be up there somewhere. So I will have, because to be honest, how else could you use any more? I suppose unless, ah, look, you'd have to be, you couldn't use a flat normally. I said, I said maybe yeah, lockdowns it provided that, that, um, that opportunity to really go crazy, but no normal user flat can really get 48% of it. So well done. I think that is, when I saw that come through, I couldn't believe it. Um, and now it's quite good advertising with Prime because I say, look, one flat did it and, and you're the flat. So you'll be, you'll be referenced for forever now. So well done on that. That's, that's incredible. Given that you've, that you're a New Zealander that's, only really lived in New Zealand for two years, given your extensive international experience, what advice would you give to international students coming into New Zealand and experiencing, uh, looking to experience New Zealand and the culture for the first time? What advice would you give them? I'd say don't be afraid to get, you know, get to know Kiwis. Don't be afraid to get stuck into the, the Kiwi culture. It's it's all about like, just learn learn a new thing every day. Try to like pick up on maybe words that you don't know, you know, like traditions that people do, weird sayings that they have. <laughs> <laughs> and just not to be put off. Do we? Do you think yeah. New Zealanders talk fast? Uh, they like... definitely talk much faster. I think that was a huge adjustment for me trying to like <laughs> speed up. Yeah. <laughs> I think compared to a lot of countries overseas, like I didn't understand the language of the people around me in Thailand. So coming here, like being able to overhear people's conversations was the weirdest thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know I've got a small feeling on that would be like just because, yeah, being here in Germany, like I, I you just, I don't understand German that yeah. well and you don't pay attention. But when you hear English, you're going, oh, they're speaking English yeah. or vice versa. When you're in New Zealand, I can hear that it's, it's a, it's a, a dialect or it's an accent or a language that I'm familiar with, but I can't understand it. But like I go, 
to my wife, look, Louise, Louise, that's, that's speaking German. You, can you yeah. hear what that's saying? Or do you know that? And she goes, oh, like she just, it just does, because obviously she can speak English and German perfectly. She doesn't, I don't know if it resonates with her, but I know what you mean by that. So I think finding, also finding like hearing someone speak Thai or Chinese, I'm, I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> you can pick it up. Yeah. See the yeah. same thing. I know. Yeah. I get what you mean. See, that's that's cool. I think, and I suppose that's quite, um, yeah, that's quite unique in a university environment because you would still get a little bit of that, wouldn't you? Like you'd still hear yeah. a bit of time, you'd hear a bit of time maybe because you've got those international students and New Zealand is still a popular place. Well, I hope it still remains a popular place for international students after this, um, you know, after this pandemic hopefully subsides. Um, and so, yeah, that that is probably quite encouraging. So even if you are an international student, you're not going to feel too, you know, too far at home because you, you will likely run into someone that speaks the same language as you. Yeah, you know, there's people from everywhere all around this university, I've noticed. Yeah, that's cool. No, that's awesome. Well, look, Joe, thanks very much for your advice and for, for taking the time to chat with us. It's been awesome to, to speak with you and just to hear your story, as I said, like you know, just it has leaves me speeches because I think I didn't. I've chatted with you several times over Skype and 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 um and you're flat and we've discussed all sorts of things. But this whole backstory you've had, I just never knew <laughs> existed, and I think that is so special, so unique. So well done, uh, and thanks again for making the time. It's been awesome to speak with you, and yeah, I hope some of your um, thoughts and ideas really uh, uh, interest and get people excited about New Zealand and studying in NZ. So thanks again, all the best. Thank you very much. It was, it was fine to be. Here.